0: You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The South African Local Government Association, SALGA, has concluded an international migration workshop to build consensus and unified approach in managing international migration. The workshop reviewed the impact of illegal immigration on local economies in borderline and inland municipalities. Presentations were done by the metropolitan and district mayors. For more on this, we're now joined on the line by Salgas Portfolio Head of Community Services and Inclusivity, Nossibele Makanda. Very good morning to you and welcome.
1: Good morning, Elvis, and good morning to the listeners of SAFM, and thank you very much.
0: Ms. Makanda. can you give us an overview of the discussions and then what came out of the International Migration Workshop?
1: Thank you very much. Um, as we have outlined the papers, um Elvis, on the workshop itself, that it was really to build consensus on whole government and also civil society approach on managing international migration, after acknowledging that indeed um, the South African borders are porous, and that there are challenges in managing it, and that um, even the migration laws, as well, workshop for all the stakeholders to understand um, there's, there's a problem in terms of interpretation and in terms of how they are impacting on South Africa, and therefore the overall discussions on the workshop um, included, of course, led by Home Affairs, who, who was running the workshop. Uh, supported by SALGA, the Minister of Cooperative Government, governance, the Minister of Home Affairs, the Minister of Small Business Development, the traditional leaders, in a, 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 with the House of Traditional Leaders, the Ministry itself on the traditional affairs and uh, traditional and cohesion affairs, as well as um, the, 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 the municipalities themselves. Now, um, key to all the issues that we discussed were that we need to really look into the international agreements that need to be reviewed with a view to accede to them with reservations, as most countries did. That um, we look into the policy and legislative reforms for our countries that perhaps need to be reviewed and strengthened for implementation and enforcement. That we develop um, standard omnibus Bylaws that would assist local government in areas of trading, of human settlements, of even illegal invasion of land and other areas. To look into borderline law enforcement broadly in terms of um, what systems are there to strengthen the management of our porous borders and establish a permanent technical and political intergovernmental relations committee that will consistently look on a quarterly basis on the issues that that should be taken care of uh, in terms of all the roles that have been assigned as the workshop has concluded in terms of uh, uh, assigning roles to all the stakeholders that are there. We also review the issue of resource allocation to municipalities that enables them to address the unique resources and pressures to municipalities that are also compounded by the challenges of migration and of course to capacity municipalities on data analysis and providing uh, reliable migration data for their planning and now, so um yes
0: so so now the workshop also reviewed the impact of illegal immigration in communities in borderline as well as inland municipalities Talk to us about the impact of illegal migration on municipalities specifically.
1: It, it, it presents really unique challenges to municipalities in, in, in that there is highly fluid populations, particularly those with international borders, where there is movement on a daily basis of people that do not report themselves to, to, to home affairs and, and, and to, to border agencies and, and, and therefore be registered. And um, also, uh, there is pressure on infrastructure, and there is pressure on 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 on, on housing, and there is, there is really mushrooming of informal settlements. And of course, you know about land grabbing and the inability uh, of of some municipalities to deal with it. And also, um, key to, to the challenges then is that municipalities get their their pressure on on in terms of offering basic services like water. Sanitation services, and and even um, of course broadly now to government, we have realized that especially along the most uh, common borders, the Swaziland with Zimbabwe, with Lesotho, with Botswana, uh, it, the, the key problem is that there is such a deep interaction in the communities, such that some of the the the, the, the migrants are actually registered for 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 for, for, for grants in, in, in the country. But more, most importantly is that people come into communities unannounced with no one, knowing them both in traditional communities as well as in townships. And then once they do not have any status in the country, they pose a threat, a security threat to the country. And there is much rooming of spaza shops that are uncontrollable that do not comply to laws of the country, both health laws as well as safety laws. Where in a shop shop you find... Uh, there is a fire shop, but there is a different owner, but it is run by someone else. Now, the, 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 the owners trade, sleep, eat, pray, and manufacture the goods right in those spare shops, threatening the security and safety of—or rather, the health and safety of the goods that are traded in communities. And, of course, the draining of the local economy, because illegal people who operate business in South Africa are not registered with sad and that money, which is uh, the township economy and the rural economy, through shops, get trained immediately out of the country, and that does not really circulate within the, co- the, the economy.
0: One of the thematic areas identified was the policy and legislative reforms. Now, South Africa has progressive refugee and immigration laws, but the major problem is the management of an overwhelming number of asylum seekers, most of whom did not qualify for refugee status. The question then is, does South Africa have adequate policy, legislative, as well as institutional reforms to address, uh, to address immigration?
1: Of course, um, there is a challenge with that. And um, part of the the, the discussions in the workshop were to look into the White Paper on on Citizenship, International Migration, and Refugee Protection, which aims to completely overhaul the citizenship and immigration system. And this will lead to the amendment of some of the key legislation. For example, the Citizenship Act of 1995, the Refugee Act of 1998, the Immigration Act of 2002, and the Identification Act of 1997. And, of course, there is also a discussion on, uh, on, on that the cabinet approval on the national labor migration policy, which aims to introduce quotas to limit the number of foreign nationals who can be employed in certain economic sectors. And so, uh, uh, key to these discussions um, 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 would, would then be what needs to be reviewed in them that is impacting negatively, or that may have been over, or, or, or overlooked at the time that they, were, that, that they were promulgated? So, the white paper then provides us with that opportunity to look into the challenges that we're experiencing as a country and, and mechanism to address that through our policies.
0: I thank you so much for your time.
1: It's an absolute pleasure, Elvis. Thank,
0: Thank you. you. Nosibele Makanda, the Portfolio Head of Health, Community Services, and Inclusivity at SALGA. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.